I get a mic, do not panic. This is an emergency. I need your attention. Stay in your seats and do not panic. This is an emergency. Okay. Wow, my pulse is gone. It's not actually an emergency, but I needed to make a point. Sometimes when a situation is serious enough, you have to do something to get people's attention and to tell them how serious it is. Now, I don't know whether you caught it as you're going through that passage. I don't think some of you guys are even listening, but some of the words in there were intense. Some of them are swift destruction, condemnation hanging over them. The word hell is in there. Judgment is in there. Ashes. Peter is trying to get our attention. He's trying to warn us because we are in danger. We're actually in danger of being destroyed. You are in danger in this life now and forever. So we are in danger. Now I've lost my thing. Peter's using these words to get our attention and show us how serious this danger is. And tonight we're going to see what is this danger. What's so um, dangerous that it could possibly destroy our lives now and forever. Um, And I think you'll be surprised by the answer. Tonight we're going to see from this passage, God's going to say to us that the danger is false teachers of people who are going to tell us the wrong thing about God. And the danger is we'll believe the wrong thing. That might surprise you. You might not think it's dangerous to believe the wrong thing. How could that be dangerous? You can believe whatever you want, can't you? Well, that's not always true. Imagine if you believe the wrong thing in this situation. You're a pilot. Uh, Let's go. Yeah, you're a pilot. And you're like, I think I'm going to land the plane now. And your co-pilot's like, dude, that's an ocean. You can't land there. Like, imagine if you're a pilot, you're sitting there going, "Eh, I can believe whatever I want to believe. How's that going to go for you? You're going down. It's not going to go well. Um, Or what if you're in this situation? What if you go to see your doctor um, and you show up, you're feeling terrible. You're like, Doc, I feel like I'm going to die. And the doctor goes, "Eh, I'm sure it's nothing. Don't worry about it. You're like, are you kidding me? Like there's pus coming out my eyes. I think I'm sick. Doctor's like, no, I can believe whatever I want to believe. It doesn't matter. I hope you'd get a new doctor, wouldn't you? Because... If you're really sick, it doesn't matter what you choose to believe. You need the right medicine. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you can't just believe whatever you want to believe. Sometimes it matters to believe the right thing or you'll be destroyed. And that's how it is with spiritual beliefs. That's what we're going to see tonight. Get it wrong and you could be destroyed in this life and forever. See, God is so good. He's given us Jesus the Savior so that we can spend forever with him in heaven. It's a free gift just by trusting Jesus because he went to the cross. He died for us. He took our punishment. um, and And it's just the best news ever. But Jesus said, despite the fact that that's a free gift, all you have to do is trust in Jesus and make him your king and your savior. He said lots of people are going to miss out on that. He said, lots of people are going to miss out on heaven. Will that be you? Will that be you? What we're going to see tonight from God's word is how getting our beliefs wrong could destroy us. So, And Peter says in this part of the Bible that false teachers could destroy our lives now and our lives forever. I want to say every week I see people here who claim that they're Christians um, and yet who 
talking all the way through the talk and aren't listening. And I'll tell you why it terrifies me. Because it tells me that you don't really care what God has to say to you. Which makes me wonder what sort of relationship you really have with God. It terrifies me also because it says to me, you don't understand how serious this stuff is and how serious it is to get it right. You're on your phone, you're talking to the person next to you, you just zoned out. Guys, please understand how serious this is. It's awesome, but it's serious. And so tonight and every week, listen to what is being said from the Bible. Is what you believe right? How do you know? I've been praying all week that we'll catch how serious this is and we'll pray attention. So I'm going to pray now and then we'll get stuck in. Father God, thank you that you are so good. Thank you that you have sent Jesus to be our Savior so that by trusting in him, we can have our sins forgiven, washed clean. Thank you that uh, by trusting in him, we can know that we'll go to heaven forever uh, for free. Thank you that in him we have a relationship with you. God, I pray that tonight you would speak from your word and you would show us just how serious this is. Help us to concentrate uh, help us to see the danger of false teachers. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, the first thing we're going to see from this passage is, number one, there are going to be false teachers around today. Have a look at verse 1 in your Bibles. It says, But there were also false prophets among the people in the past, just as there will be false teachers among you. There will be false teachers among you. And false teachers, in case you don't know, are people who say they're Christians, say they're speaking from God, but actually teach lies, actually teach the wrong thing. And Peter says, it's going to be just like it always has been. All the way through um, history, uh, he says there were false prophets, people who said, I'm speaking on behalf of God, but what they said wasn't true. And Peter says, it's going to keep on being like that. There are going to be people coming saying, this is what God's like, this is the truth about God, but they'll be teaching the wrong thing. And in verse 1, it says what they'll do. Have a look at verse 1. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies. What are heresies? There's anything that someone teaches that goes against what the Bible says. That's not true. It's basically a wrong teaching about God. So there are these false teachers going around, introducing wrong teachings about God. And so right here, God's saying, that's going to happen. Don't be surprised. But tell you what's crazy. Look at verse 1. Where are these false teachers going to be found? There will be false teachers among you. See, I reckon it'd be easy to spot false teachers if they were out there in other religions or, you know, not even claiming to be Christians. We'd be like, we'd be, you know, careful of what they're saying. The thing that makes false teachers so dangerous is that they claim to be on our team. So we let our guard down. Has anyone heard of the TV show The Mole? I don't know whether this is a, uh, a really old show, but this was a reality TV show um, a while back, and there was a, um, there was a team of people, um, about I think 10 people, trying to win a million dollars. And the way they did it was they did challenges. But there was one person on that team who was... A mole, they were um, trying to sabotage the challenges. They were being paid, and they got paid more the more that they stuffed up how the team went. And so this was, and the, the aim of the, the show was to try and work out who the mole was. And if you worked out who the mole was, um, you, you won the show, you won the million dollars. But here's the thing, right? This mole was trying to stuff up the challenges. Now, if that mole was outside giving them really bad advice, they would be heaps... 
they would be heaps skeptical. They'd be like, yeah, why are you telling me to go over there? Obviously, it's over there. What made the mole so dangerous was that he was on the inside. And so no one knew who it was. So they're all trying to work out how they're going to do this mission. And someone's stuffing it up, but they don't know who. It's the same with false teachers. The Bible says they're going to come. They're going to be among us, look like they're on our team. So we'll let our guard down, but they'll teach the wrong thing about God. And verse 2 says, many people will be sucked in. Have a look at verse 2. It says, many will follow in their shameful ways. Many people are going to be sucked in. Now that tells you, by the way, that just because something is really popular and lots of people believe it, that doesn't mean it's right. Even if many people believe something, it could still be false teaching. And so false teachers are going to come. They're going to introduce us to wrong teachings about God. They're going to be among us in the church and many people will be sucked in. What does this mean for us? Guys, you need to realize that not everyone who claims to be teaching about God is teaching the truth. So don't believe everything you hear. You know, you'll never hear us say at youth group, um, don't think for yourself. We will always tell you it's really important that you are thinking for yourself. I want you guys to be people who are hungry for what's true. I want to know what's true. Not what works, not what's nice to believe, but what's true about God, about life, about everything. I want to know what's true. Be people who think for yourselves. And so always be asking, is this true? Is this what the Bible says? Whenever someone says something about God, is this what the Bible says? Ask that, peop- ask that question whenever you listen to people on the radio, um, on the internet. Man, if you want, like, internet's a crazy place. Um, you want to be real at asking that question on the internet. On TV, um, in bookshops, um, even Christian bookshops, especially Christian bookshops. Um, in, like, Christian music, what the lyrics say. Like, even in churches, even here. Everywhere where someone is trying to teach you about God, you want to be asking, is that true? Is that what the Bible says? Um, Because they're going to be false teachers. We need to be on the lookout for it. Now I want to show you uh, a picture of uh, the most popular religious TV show in America. Uh, It's a Christian one. He's also got the biggest uh, church in America. Can we get that next picture up? Um, You might have heard of this guy, Joel Osteen. Um, That's his church. He converted a basketball stadium. Cost him $100 million to build it. How do you afford it? Well, every year, $42 million gets given in donations. And that's just in the church. And also, people who watch the show um, donate an extra $30 million a year. Plus, his books are number one on the New York Times bestseller list. This guy is the biggest church in America. And he's the most watched show in America. And he's a best-selling author. Um, Lots of people love this guy. And the problem is... What he says is wrong and it's dangerous. There's a quote there. Um, He says, God wants you to prosper financially, to have plenty of money, to fulfill the destiny he's laid out for us. You can see why his church grows, because people want to come to a place where they can be told that. The problem is, that's not what the Bible says. Can we go to the next slide? Here's what the Bible says. Don't be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering. And so something strange is happening to you. And I could show you verse after verse. Does the Bible teach that life's going to go really well and you're going to have lots of money? No, it says life's going to be hard. You might even be poor. But he's telling this lie and he's got lots of other lies that he's saying. Um, I wish I had time to go into it, but you get the point. Thousands of people are buying this guy and, and what he's teaching. And it's exactly what P- 
Peter said would happen. So if you have heard of this guy, be really careful. Don't even, don't even go there. Um, by the way, I'm not saying we should start like a heresy hunt and just be like naming and shaming everyone who teaches the wrong thing. Not saying that at all. I'm saying we need to be careful of what we listen to. Okay, this, um, the question though is, all right, so you said there's people teaching the wrong thing. That's great. What's so bad about it? What makes false teaching so dangerous? And that's what we find out in the next part of this passage. The second thing this passage teaches us about false teachers is this. Number two, the wrong things they teach will cause destruction. Have a look at verse one again. It says, they will secretly introduce destructive heresies. Remember, heresies are the wrong things they teach. So these are going to be, the wrong things they teach are going to be destructive. You might be going, how could that, how could that work? Well, being taught the wrong thing could destroy you. I'll try and give you a picture of it. Imagine I decide I want to have a bit of fun. Tonight, after youth group, I'm going to go around the Central Coast and change lots of the road signs. So I'm going to go and like hack into the traffic lights and so make them so they all go green at once. And then I'm going to go and change all the one-way signs. I'm going to take them down. I'm going to take all the stop signs down. I'm going to go to those signs that say like which street they are and I'm going to rotate them so they point in different streets. I'm going to take the sign that says where Sydney is and point that to Newcastle. I'm going to get some paint and paint over the, the arrows on the road that say, you know, turn left. And I'm going to make it say turn right. And I'm going to... And, Oh, I've got so many things I'm going to do tonight. It's going to be a great night. Yeah, I, that's a bit weird that I thought that through that much. Hey, uh, Beautiful. Thank you. You can come. So we're going to put a stop sign right in the middle of the F3 freeway. We're going to put lots of those wrong way go back signs on both sides. So that everyone... Now, what's going to happen tomorrow when everyone wakes up? They're like, sweet, Saturday morning, let's go do stuff going to be mayhem there's going to be cars running into each other there's going to be carnage because you don't think about this but signs like roadsides they're like they're teaching their advice or their direction and if you give people the wrong direction you can really stuff things up that's what false teachers can do to our lives and to a bunch of other stuff let me show you how in this passage false teachers cause destruction number one it's destructive for them for the false teachers. Verse 1, it says at the end of that verse there, bringing swift destruction on themselves. It says it again in verse 3, their condemnation has long been hanging over them. Their destruction has not been sleeping. And then the rest of this passage from verse 4 to verse 8 is actually a big long list of examples proving that God is a God who punishes this kind of stuff. And so what... Peter is saying is, because of what these guys are teaching, they won't be saved. They won't go to heaven. They'll be punished forever. That's what, that's what Peter's saying. That's how seriously God takes this. It's intense. So I want to I just say, this is not saying that anyone who teaches any wrong thing about God ever doesn't go to heaven. That's not what it's saying. What it is saying, if you look at what the people in this passage are doing, it's really, really seriously wrong things. The things they're teaching are so wrong that they're not even Christians. So it says, even in verse 1, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them. So some false teachers will be destroyed because they'll teach such wrong things about God that they're not even Christian and, and they won't go to heaven. So false teaching can bring destruction on them. That's number one. But number two, 
False teaching is destructive for Christianity. Have a look at verse 2. It says, Many will follow their shameful ways and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. What do you reckon the way of truth is? Give you a hint. It's Christianity. What do you reckon the way of truth is? Christianity, yeah. And this false teaching is going to bring the way of truth into disrepute. Disrepute means a bad reputation. You can kind of see the word repute, reputation. This is like, um, you know, um, say on a weekend there's a really big party and one person just does really stupid stuff at that party, like crazy bad stuff. And then on Monday, everyone at school is talking about it and she's got a really bad, or he has a really bad reputation. She's brought, or he has brought herself, (laughs) apparently, (laughs) sorry about that. They have brought themselves into disrepute. Well, what happens here is the false teachers teach the wrong things and it leads Christians to do stupid stuff, to sin, to, to be hypocrites, whatever it is. And that gives Christianity a, a bad reputation. How much does that suck? It gives God a bad name. It makes, it, makes people not want to become Christians. Um, we don't want to be people who give God a bad name. So we don't want to be sucked in by false teachers. We don't want to be... Uh, given the way of truth, bringing that into disrepute. I wonder if you've talked to anyone um, who their problem with Christianity is um, stupid stuff that Christians have done. And they're like, um, Christians are hypocrites or Christians have hurt me or whatever it is. And that's the issue that stops them becoming Christian. It sucks. False teaching causes that. And, and the the, the tragedy is people are judging Jesus based on wrong things that people have been taught about him. And it's, and it's, it's wrecked everything. So we want to be careful of false teaching because it's destructive for Christianity. The third thing that false teaching is destructing, destructive of is us. False teaching can lead to destruction for you. It can lead to destruction in your life now and it can lead to destruction in your life forever. Look at verse 2. It says, Many will follow their shameful ways. So what happens is if you get sucked in, um, it'll lead you into sin. And sin just wrecks stuff. It's destructive. Um, this means it'll stop you growing as a Christian. It means it'll lead you to make bad decisions. It means, um, yeah, heaps of stuff like that. And so false teaching could destroy your life now. Really wreck things. But... Even worse than that, the worst thing that false teaching could do to you is destroy your life forever. So the worst kind of false teaching can destroy the people who hear it by leading them into hell. Every single one of us humans needs a savior. And Jesus is the only savior. God sent him to save us. How good is that? He's done everything that needed to be done. He's given his life for you so that uh, you could be saved, so you could have eternal life with him forever, so you could have forgiveness of your sins, so that you could have a relationship with God. But because Jesus is the only Savior there is, the only way to be saved is to trust in him, to trust him as your Savior and to trust him as your King. And so if someone rejects Jesus or ignores him or thinks that they've made him their saving king but hasn't, you've basically said no to the only saviour there is. 
If that happens, you miss out on heaven. You're punished forever in hell. Guys, this is life or death, heaven or hell stuff. The stuff that we talk about every week is. And that's why I started this talk with a warning. See, some situations are so serious that you need to get people's attention. You need to get across how serious it is. If you get things wrong spiritually, you can miss out on heaven forever. And false teaching can lead you to not trust Jesus as your Savior. It can make you miss out on the only Savior there is. It can lead you to think that you're saved when you're not or to make you think you don't need a Savior. So false teaching can make you miss out on Jesus the Savior and lead you to hell forever. Guys, are you sure that you are sweet with God? Are you sure that your beliefs about Jesus are right? How do you know? Guys, make sure you don't get this wrong. Make sure you're not sucked in by false teachers. Last thing I say is, how do you know? Or how do you make sure that you don't get sucked in? Here's the answer. Whenever someone tells you something about God, check the Bible to see if it's true. You think to yourself, does that match up with what I already know about the Bible? You look to see whether they're basing what they're saying on the Bible. And if someone can't show you where they got something from in the Bible, then you have to ask them, how do you know? Is that right? Now, you don't have to ask them, but you have to ask, how do you know that's right? Guys, that's why we want you to bring your Bibles to youth group every week. Not so that we can have lots of Bibles floating around, but so that we can be looking at them during the talks And checking to see, does it actually say that? That's why I try to show you everything. Look at it in the passage. Guys, bring your Bibles every week so that you can make sure that what we're saying here is right. Do you know um, what the best way to spot fake money is? You ever thought of this? Some people think you hold up to the light. Some people think you rub it. Do you know what the best way to spot fake money is? The best way to spot fake money is to know what real money is and what real money looks like really, really well. Because if you know what real money is and what it looks like really, really well, you'll spot a fake. If you don't know that, how are you going to spot a fake? And so, guys, we need to be getting into our Bibles every day so that we're learning more and more about what the real stuff is. So when a fake comes along, we spot it way easier. This passage says that there will be false teachers among us today. The things they teach will be destructive for them, for Christianity, and for us, potentially, in this life and forever. It's life or death, guys. Make sure what you believe is right. Make sure you're right with God and don't get sucked in by false teachers. I'm going to pray. We're going to break up into groups to discuss that. Let me pray. Father God, thank you for the warning in your word about this god i pray that we would take it as seriously as you do that we would be really hungry to know what's true god please help us to uh yeah to always be on our guard against false teaching 
Uh, God, please help us to make sure that what we believe is right, that we are right with you. And God, I pray that, uh, yeah, you would help us just to always teach the truth here. Um, And God, I pray that that truth would change our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.